folks. I begin by doing a little dedication here. In the last week, four relatives of mine all passed away, and they were all pretty cool and pretty important people. So I dedicate this show to Mary Rose Traub, to Carolyn DeChick, to Tim Hosford, and to my uncle, Leslie Reynolds. But Godspeed, all of you. I loved all of you. This show's for you. Okay, I'm going to begin by talking about how the high schools are shoehorning a season into four weeks. Because that's pretty much what it's taken for the basketball season for both the boys and the girls in the high school. They're just taking that thing. Right into a month. And I mean, it seems as though they've only got a pool from like five or six opponents. But it's a unique one. And plus, the way Section 5 is holding the basketball tournament this year, unique. The top eight teams from each class are going to be the ones playing. Not, not where everybody's eligible, but the top eight. Well, you know, if you got a streamline, you got a streamline especially from the late start of the season. So far from what I've seen, the Waterloo girls look like a powerhouse. The Waterloo boys, eh. It's like with the Miners boys. They look like they're doing pretty good. The Miners girls, eh. And I mean, that when they played Waterloo about a week ago, I mean, you could see the disparity. Miners look definitely outclassed against Waterloo. But of course, this is a mostly new Miners team. Couple of seniors. But I mean, when you got a young team, you kind of expect that. And of course, Roboleg, Jocelyn Mansell, decided not to play to concentrate on lacrosse. Well, you know, good, good on her. I mean, she's headed to Lemoyne. The other Syracuse University. Well, you know what? Some of the ones that are on there. Sydney in the house. You got the Coburgers, who definitely want to grill and fry the opponents. And, of course, one of the new ones to come up from the JV squad, Ella. I kind of wonder if Dr. and Danielle kind of wonder how much she's worth. Well, I'll tell you what. Ella is worth a lot. No, 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 no. But I digress. You know, it may be a young Miners girls team, maybe an experienced Miners boys team. We'll see if they both make the playoffs, and we'll see how Waterloo does with both the girls and the boys going forward. It's only going to be about another couple couple of weeks left in the season and one week for a section 5 tournament we'll see what happens now i'm going to go from that basketball to the basketball that's going on for Syracuse you know they weren't able to play Louisville both times this year because of covid problems but you know the covid to, covid i mean they had to deal with it and of course they had a couple of uh, in w- couple of unique games. First, that big comeback against uh, Notre Dame. Then last night, one that supposedly was spotter for the Duke team because Jalen Johnson 
a Frenchman who decided to opt out and prepare himself for the NBA draft. Bayheim talked about how in a couple of ways the Duke team might have been, been playing better when he decided to opt out, which of course Jay Billis, who sometimes is too opinionated and sometimes ought to shut up, kind of said, oh, Bayheim kind of says that this Duke team's better without Jalen Johnson. Well, you know, some critics often like to say things and it becomes spotter for the other team. And in his talk, Beheim showed more emotions than I had ever seen it from him in a long while. Almost like when he defended Jerry McNamara all those years ago. Hey, we wouldn't have won 10 effing games without McNamara. His voice had gotten up that high. Well, you know what? Sometimes Jay Billis ought to stick it somewhere where the sun don't shine. Of course, Dick Vitale, when he talked, had nothing but praise. You know what? I'd take Dick Vitale's word any day. You know what, Billis? I mean, sometimes I respect your opinion, but sometimes you ought to shut up. But I digress. Duca, I mean, they've kind of improved as the season's gone along. And yeah, Duke won at Cameron Indoor Stadium. But I digress. We've got two games left in the regular season. We go against Georgia Tech on Saturday, North Carolina next Monday, and maybe, because of all the postponements, maybe we make up a couple of games. Who knows? Maybe we could schedule Louisville and not have it postponed. And that would be a good thing to do to bolster our resume for the NCAA tournament. But we'll see. It's going to be an interesting week coming ahead for the Orange. Good comeback against Notre Dame. But hey, Duke's Duke on their home court. And now I'm going to go from talking about that to talking about the whole thing of Kanye West and Kim Kardashian. Yeah, they decided to file for divorce. And you know how much their combined worth is? $2.1 billion. Well, you know what? Big deal. Who? I mean, it seems as though for years and years, the Kardashian family always wants to put their misadventures there on their show. I've never wanted to keep up with the Kardashians. But you know what? $2.1 billion. Well, you know, Kim, that's a lot of assets, if you know what I mean. And Kanye West, your failed attempt to run for president. You know what? I wouldn't vote for you for president in a million years. What a, you know, ego trip by you. And one of their kids, North West. I'd rather go Southwest, if you know what I mean. Of course, Kim Kardashian with all her lines. Yeah, I mean, she's I mean, she has made a lot of her own money, but it seems as though with her, pantyhose and sheepwear seem to be back in vogue. Man, pantyhose hasn't been back in style since I was school, in school in the 80s. But no, I didn't wear it. I just admired the girls in my class who wore it, if you know what I mean. But I digress. Who, who cares about the two of them getting divorced? I don't. But of course, it's big news. Of course, 
Kardashian's half-sisters seem to be doing quite well, the Jenners, even if their father slash foe mother thinks about it. (laughs) I don't understand that at all. Bruce Jenner, now Caitlyn Jenner. I digress. Who cares? And I'm going to end by talking about the Perseverance rover there on Mars. Yes, great thing to land back at the Red Planet to explore it. Plus also, there's going to be a chopper that's going to be activated that's going to scan the Red Planet to see what if there's any uh, signs of life or anything about the Red Planet. You know... The solar system, and especially Mars, has always fascinated me. And it's great that they're exploring Mars for potentially a future manned interplanetary mission that I'd like to see before I die. But you know what? While you're doing that, Perseverance, beware of a little guy in a helmet. Reclaim this planet in the name of Mars! Hmm, isn't that lovely? Hmm? Sorry, Marvin, I don't think we need to know. But of course we could launch Bugs Bunny. Eh, what's up, Dak? What are you doing with the spittoon on your head? Kong! That's my show for this week. Talk to you next week.